0: I am with Doug. What do you do for a living? I make YouTube car reviews and I run a car auction website called Cars and Bids. There
1: we go. Oh, it's, it's it's hearing your voice like next to me. <laughs> is, is. Do people say that
0: to you often? Um, Yes, they do. And I have a similar feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm more behind the camera. So. I, the other day I met the guys at Throttle House and I sat down with them and I was like, you're famous. And they were like, you're famous also but i was like it's so weird to see people you know in the flesh in the flesh yeah it is weird it is uncanny like we step out of my car and you're like hey what's up and i was like oh <laughs> but <laughs> yes even though uh, you knew it was happening at yes yes okay so i'm just going to rip off the bat here i want to know how many cars have you had to take a guess that you've reviewed in your life oh man okay i've done we start i started doing car reviews do you have the number or something no, been- no 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 <laughs> i'm like i'm like looking off <laughs> so to the um i started doing car reviews in 16 and so I do two a week. I don't know. Probably 800, 700? 800. 600? So you've got to have... Fact check me on this and I'm going to be way off. But I think it's a, it's a lot.
1: Okay. That, that
0: is quite a Many lot. Many hundreds. And yeah. you
1: have to coordinate with all these people. They like email you. You set it up. Yeah. Do you have any horror stories or <sighs> crazy stories from all those 700 people? You would
0: think that I would, but like, no. Every time I've shown up to shoot a car, I've shot it. Like, I've never had a situation where I've shown up and then it... Didn't start, oh. or the dude flaked when I got there. Ever? Or any, no one's it's ever flaked? never happened. I've had a couple cars oh. break down, like at the end of the shoot. Okay, but, but not before. But not like in the middle of it or before I got everything that I needed. And other than that, I mean, the, the horror stories are like when they cancel the day before, or okay. like when it rains. But that's. Like kind of life. Like I don't even wow. think that's. As, but if it's, I've never had it happen though. Where I showed up and like there was a real situation going that's on. That's interesting. I guess one time I went to Australia, and one time and they had promised me that I could like drive some cars, and I showed up and they were like, yeah, you can't. You can, can't drive them. You just oh, have to. Oh, because you always drive
1: the car. To typically, the
0: unless it's like a pre-production car or something like that. Yeah. So that was annoying, but I happened to be in Australia anyway, so it was okay. Oh, okay. You like fly all the way out there to film like some. Rare I would. Cars. If I had gone just for that, I would have been so mad. Bad, but we were, I was going to New Zealand for my honeymoon. So, like oh. three days before, I just went out to Australia and the video still did well, even though I didn't drive the car. And I got to go to Melbourne, which is a great city. That's very it worked cool. out. Everything
1: we want to go, we want to go. But, uh, so. Like, have you ever had, like, a car that you've just been dying to get, but you have not been
0: able to get your hands on at all? Um, not really anymore. Like, okay. I've shot pretty much all the cool, not new stuff. Okay. The the stuff that I'm, like, dying to get is, like, brand new stuff that's coming out that, like, I want to be the first. You know, like, okay. it's that kind of stuff now. And yeah. in those, those situations, you don't really have, there's not, like, a benefit to, you can't, like, get earlier than the manufacturer will allow you. You know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, I would kill to review any of these crazy new cars that are, you know, C8 Z06 before anybody else. But that's kind of how it is now. All the older stuff, like the iconic type cars, I've already kind of shot most of them. The only exception is I would love to shoot some... um, like really crazy concept cars, like 80s and 90s oh, concept cars yeah. that were just stupid. And those are hard to track down. Have you ever but
1: shot like with a Vector? What are they called? A yeah.
0: Vector? The Vector W8. I did shoot one of those like five years ago, and it was a ridiculous experience in every way. Oh, what, was it white? It was red okay. um, that's cool. in that's New cool. Jersey. There's like 20 of them, but there's like a white one in Detroit that gets run. There's a white one in LA, right? Oh, that yeah. Yeah.
1: It's at the Peterson, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I but think,
0: yeah. that car has like, f- like fighter jet displays in it. Like, oh. like it literally has like the interior displays are screens from a fighter jet from that era. So it's like, oh you know, orange pixelated dots, you know, and oh. it's, it's, it was, it was really, the video was like, an hour long of all that's the crazy so stuff. That's so cool. I got to watch that. So have you ever crashed
1: any of these cars or like dented them? I don't know if you hit like off the record, you know? No, like, no. On the record. On the record or off. And, oh, yeah. I have
0: never damaged a car that I have filmed with. I'm trying to think if there's ever been like any incidents.
1: Any like Because sc- I'm like going to, I have a car for one day and I go over a curve right. and I kind of, I mean, I feel like
0: that's kind of like on the plastic. Sometimes you can't, I unless you're the master. I'm just really careful. And I actually don't love being really careful with other people's cars, which is why I kind of treat my car, especially my daily driver car kind of like crap because I just feel like I want one car that I don't have to worry about all the time. But, um, I'm, I've never had anything I mean I have insurance in case it does happen but oh, I've never had in all the crazy cars all the years I've never had any like damage or anything I if there was a really? juicy story it would be awesome to tell it <laughs> wow but like, like I, I just swear swoon. there isn't like I, even as I think back on like little stuff there's there's really never been like any very impressive incidents Eight, yeah seven, so far well see. so you're the
1: master of like gauging like if there's like a hill or something or like a curb yeah. you, you know you just I've know. gotten
0: used one of the things that benefited me in 08 before I ever did this in 08 I Worked at um, a Ferrari dealership, and so oh, I, I like as a lot porter. Like I drove the cars around and to the customers and all that. Oh, cool! And yeah, it was a, it was a dream job Sick. for like a 21 year old. But yeah. at the but at the, I kind of learned like angles and stuff from that. Like you have to take curbs and yeah. driveways at angles. And you have to be super careful and go slow. And from that job, I learned that. And so like once I started doing this job, I already kind of knew the basics of that stuff. And so mm-hmm. it never really was like a. a problem okay basically. gotcha yeah.
1: that, that makes sense it's like you're training your whole life for right, this right right
0: i'm still to be clear i'm still terrified like oh, everybody i'll never forget i shot the f40 that was one of the first like really expensive cars that i had done at that time it was that worth, you drive it like, yeah that was that then. was summer of 17th it was almost six years ago but that was one of the craziest cars and i drove it and everybody was like, it was at the time it was worth a million dollars. Now there were two and a half, but at the time yeah. it was a million dollars and I couldn't conceptualize like a million dollar car. Crazy. And so I drove it and whatever, did the whole review and people afterwards were like, that must have been so cool. You drove the F40. And I was like, the best part of that whole thing was at the end of the day when I gave the keys back and I was not responsible for it anymore. Like oh my you're gosh. just scared the
1: whole time. Pretty that much. is terrifying. Oh my yeah. gosh. Do you have any, like if you like were to have one car brand, you'd say that is, your favorite and the most overrated? I don't know. I don't know if you'd be Uh, willing to share that.
0: My favorite, if you look at my car purchase history, Mm -hmm. my favorite is probably Mercedes-Benz. I've owned the most Mercedes-Benz cars of anything. Okay. But I would also argue that's because they make like such a wide and varied lineup. Like right now I have both a Mercedes-Benz family station wagon with three-row seating and a Mercedes-Benz convertible SUV. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know, you can't really do that in a lot of brands. But truthfully, I have owned... 35, this is number 35. What? And I've, and they've all, it's like been incredibly varied. I've had Japanese cars. I have, right now I have a Japanese car, an American car, a German car. Like I have had the gamut. I've owned Korean cars. I had a Kia Stinger as a daily driver for a year. Um, I love those. They yeah, seem cool. I have I a British cars right now, too. Like, all of it. And so, I don't really feel like there's any one brand that I'm loyal to at all. Like, okay. zero. It's just I'm only loyal to cars, not brands. Gotcha. Okay. And as far as overrated... Most overrated car brand. That's hard. There's definitely not certain cars... Not the worst. Cars, yeah. Right. It's a good question. The most overrated, the, the, yeah. the nuance is good. Um, I don't can't think of like a, a specific brand that is entirely overrated okay. or the most.
1: Maybe a car specific car. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. No, no. I think it's a good question.
0: Yeah. Um, I think personally these some of these older Porsches that are selling for crazy money. Oh, okay, interesting. You know, these 70s Porsches that are like a hundred, two hundred grand. When I was a kid, they were like twelve thousand yeah. dollar used cars. It is crazy. I think to yeah. myself, is that really worth that? And the driving experience, I mean, these cars have a hundred and some horsepower, like that feels yeah. a little overrated yeah. to me. Now all these Porsche guys will get on here and be like, You're wrong, it's so pure. It is the old Porsche me, guys, yeah. It's a little, it's more than a little overrated. I think it's a lot overrated. <laughs> the cult of
1: Porsche, I mean, I just bought a Porsche, but the cult of Porsche is unlike anything else. Like yeah. BMW and Mercedes are like fighting and then Porsche just like, we don't, we it don't. Didn't, I swear it
0: didn't used to be that way, but I think Ferraris got kind of inaccessible and they got this rep that they're owned by like entertainers and celebrities as opposed to like car enthusiasts. Yeah. And so car enthusiasts have gone after Porsche much more in the last 10 years than ever before in my whole life. and so there's become this like groundswell I mean this car has gone crazy in value a lot of old Porsches have because there's become this like desire to have all these Porsches and some of them I think are totally worth it Mm -hmm. and some of them I think aren't what's (laughs) your favorite Porsche uh, yeah. This, I think, is my favorite car. So definitely oh, my okay. car car as well. Oh, okay. I was going to ask. Well, and you just bought it, right? Yeah. Like last week it was delivered. So it's uh, oh, it'll, it'll be an interesting ownership experience. <laughs> that
1: is so cool.
0: Uh, so You're like the first person. My friends have seen it, my wife, and then you.
1: I'm honored. Uh, oh my! God. I'm literally <laughs> on my way driving here to film
0: this, and I see you posted it. I was like, oh, right. my gosh. I was like, i got to get this up before we do this podcast in the garage. Yes. <laughs>
1: People will see it. And for those listening, it's a Carrera GT Carrera right, GT. right oh, behind fine. him.
0: Yeah. That's great. How many miles? Uh, I hit 10,000 miles on Saturdays. So okay. got a little party. But it helped. I started at 99.50, so it's not like I would really did anything for oh, okay. <laughs> this. Gotcha, but gotcha. I, I look forward to many more.
1: Okay. That's amazing. Congrats. Congrats on the table. We'll you. throw a party. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Ferrari or Lamborghini, one has to go. All history. Every car that's ever been made is in the running here, but one brand
0: is wiped off the face of the earth. Uh, of the two, wipe off Lamborghini for sure. Okay, there are some old Lambos and current Lambos that I love, but mm. Ferrari. Yeah, I'm, I've like historically been a Ferrari guy. I love F40s. I I'm a I'm a big big Ferrari fan.
1: Okay, I I'd probably agree with that. Yeah, I think Lamborghini. It's just like recently with the whole Ferrari. Like you're right. Like they have their hands and everything, and it's it, um, gotten
0: a little out of hand. Yeah, they're suing people. But, right. Right. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) And Lamborghini, (laughs) but historically, I think Ferrari has made just like way more special and way more desirable cars in my mind.
1: Hundred percent, I agree. And I'm a Lamborghini Countach. I know. I know it's hard to drive. And it's maybe not one of the... It's probably awful. You're tall.
0: But as far as, uh, like, aesthetics go, it is my favorite looking Best. car. That, the Diablo SC30 is one of my favorite. Obviously, the Miura is, like, you know, world famous. Yes. Mercies are amazing. Yes. Um, But Ferrari is just Ferrari, in my mind. They, have, they just have more history. More, and, yeah. it,
1: like, the old ones are crazy. Like, the old Testarossa, the 250s. Right. There's they, so many cool cars. They're, yeah. inc- they're incredible. Do you ever get pressure from people like dealerships or whatnot, whoever
0: gives you cars to like make the review good? That's a great question that not enough people ask because I think a lot of people do get that pressure. Um, Personally, I don't care <laughs> like I'm upset. <Sabage>. <laughs> like you can you can never talk you can get mad at me and never talk to me again and I am just fine. So I don't care if people say stuff like that. There was a time early on when I had to be careful about what I would say and like beginning, yeah. But like, now that like I my following is big enough and we just took this big investment in cars and bids about this car, like I don't really care what people say to me. I'm yeah. gonna do what I want to do and that's gonna be that. So with
1: individuals do you ever have anyone that's like <clears throat> reached out I to you i
0: had some people who I film their cars not entirely thrilled with the review use. Okay. But, you know, never, like, it's never been anything that's been super important. It's actually interesting because the automakers are the least likely to do that so i get a lot of press cars from the automakers the automakers know they cannot get away with calling you and like yelling at you yeah you know like why did you say that they it would it would become a story and they they want to so when the when you say something bad about a car provided by the automakers they keep it kind of under the like if they're upset they sort of they they send you like a carefully crafted email and they're like maybe we can educate you on the benefits of this you know (laughs) stuff like that but like they don't get like really mad yeah. Um, and you would think they would, they're the ones who have the most, like the biggest vested interest in it, mm. but they also have the most to lose if it came out that they like leave you up yeah. cursing voicemail. But you're a YouTuber, so you make a video it. around like, it. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. And they know that. So they're cautious about like how they treat not so great reviews. Now it helps the, I think it really helps that in today's world, most cars are good. Like in the eighties and nineties, there were a lot of bad cars, okay. like objectively trash cars. Bad. <laughs> and now there's okay. like five right? Like the Mitsubishi Mirage, the Dodge Journey, like there's a few, but most cars truthfully are like pretty good, pretty competitive. And so it's not like you ever have to be really that negative and risk that kind of interaction.
1: Okay. What would you say is the worst car ever made Uh, as far as reliability, aesthetics? It's
0: tough to say ever made, but in terms of cars that I've reviewed, which is a lot of them, (laughs) um, the Isetta was an utter disaster. The BMW Isetta I reviewed a Soviet car, which was a, a mess. Um, <laughs> there's the uh, there's a few that on I the can... market
1: today, like modern cars. Do you have any like just stand out as just like they're just bad?
0: Yeah, I mean the Mitsubishi Mirage is terrible. I think okay. that's still in production. I saw one the other day with temp plates from a Mitsubishi dealer. So, oh, the Dodge Journey, which I think is now out of production, is a terrible car. Okay, um, there are a few like truly awful cars. Base models of some cars are like really like. Depressingly decontented, like in okay. a bad way. But I, I truly think like it's hard to make like a truly bad car. Now competition okay. is so significant that if you tried, you it wouldn't succeed. Like okay. it, it, there's just too many cars. Um, Even like Kias and Hyundais, which were forever like the scapegoat of the industry, are now like, frankly, they're all pretty good.
1: On the Korean cars, what do you think of like the whole Korean car? Like they've been switching it up like crazy. Hyundai right now is out of control. Yeah,
0: no, they make make great cars. Kia? What about Genesis too? Genesis, all of those brands like make great cars and they're just all like super, super competitive at the Japanese, I mean the Telluride, the Kia Telluride and the Hyundai Palisade are probably like the hottest, like mid-size family SUVs right now, which is a big deal. Cause that's yeah. like the hottest segment in the whole car They industry. look hot too. They like, look they cool. Fit, they totally look good. But for family SUVs, did you ever think you'd say that about like a mom car? Like, yeah. oh, it looks good. The Prius too. Have you. <laughs> Oh, huh. you did a review on the Prius, or oh, yeah. no, you were
1: talking, I do did one? a review
0: on the new Prius, it blew up beyond my wildest dreams, yeah. but that car has this crazy look, this crazy aesthetic that like, looks good, people are like into, they're like, oh, okay. I mean like if it wasn't a Prius, I'd be like, that's a like, normal look. like good, but right. the fact that it went from like Prius, right. like looking like eh, to, yeah. it
1: still drives
0: kind of like eh, but at least okay. it looks good, we'll get to experience it sitting in the back of an Uber, yeah, yeah, exactly. It'll be, it, it kind of looks like an EV. Speaking of, do, what do you think of EVs? Um, I generally love EVs and a lot of car enthusiasts are not EV fans, but totally. I think like the future is clear. Mm-hmm. This is where it's gonna go. I'm like super into EVs. I think a lot of them are great. I think um like, and also it's like in, ignited a whole new group of car enthusiasts who I don't think existed before. Totally. Like totally. Tesla, for as much as car enthusiasts kind of butt heads with Tesla people, at least they're enthusiasts. Like there was yeah. a thought ten years ago that like car enthusiasm would kind of enthusiasm would kind of start to die out. Yeah. And it's if anything, it's like kind of actually blowing up again now that you have now. all these EVs have unlocked the, the potential to go zero to sixty in two and a half it's, seconds, yeah. which normal people couldn't experience unless they were in a supercar. Now you can do it in a, a yeah. plaid for eighty nine grand yeah. for a used one. You know, people that's are like this old man like shakes that cloud. They're just that's like what the, that's exactly it. It's you know? like these, and you know what? That has happened at every stage in the car business. When computers started to enter into car, when leaded gas went away, when oh. computers air started entering cars, air conditioning, yeah. seat belts were like, people uh, were against them. Um, yeah. All of that you can go through and automatic transmissions, obviously, as they proliferated. Totally, you can go through totally. all of this history and be like, well, 10 years ago, cars were way better. And yeah. people have been saying that for a hundred years. They don't make them like they used <laughs> <Right>. to. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: I drive a Model 3, I just got a GT4. Oh, I wanted to tell you about that. I got this GT4. I'm just gonna like rant for one second. Here. <laughs> all right, all right. I wait a year for a GT4. I'm finally like, oh, I'm gonna have a cool car. I've been asking what they do for a living. I'm finally like gonna <laughs> get my own. I get it uh, exhaust put in. It's wrapped. I'm 10 minutes into driving it. I'm on my way to Malibu to go do a photo shoot, unveil with the car. Someone rear ends me at a stoplight. Oh. I'm like, oh my gosh! So now it's back in the How shop. How bad is it? It's not bad. It's not bad. But like, it's still I still need a new bumper. So it's still back to the shop. Isn't that awful? Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just
0: complaining what to you. What was right their excuse?
1: Uh I mean, I got I got Blake's behind the camera here. I got him, you know, n- nothing. I'm just sitting there and I just hear. I was like, what? I look back and they're just like, oh, we're sorry. I was like, are you kidding me?
0: So, dude, it, I, that's the thing. It's scary. That's why it's scary to drive. Like the as you ratchet it up, because the thing is, if that was a beater, if it was your Tesla, it'd be yeah. like, yeah, this sucks, but like whatever. I already did it on my Tesla. I like, the side doors. I don't know <laughs> right. if you saw it when I rolled. Exactly. I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna fix it for nine like k. Whatever. But like, as you start to get cars that you care about more and more, then it starts to matter more. And that's the problem. It's tragic. Yeah, it is. That's sad. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna switch to the business side of things here. Talk to me about cars and bids and and how that, yeah. Can you say it? Can you say it? Cars Cars and bids. I can't even
0: hear it now without thinking.
1: Please tell me about how you made a shift from making YouTube content and what it's like
0: being like an entrepreneur, not like you weren't before, but an entrepreneur with a completely different, kind of side of business. Yeah, it's an interesting question and I think it's like an interesting thing that's gonna happen over the next 10, 15 years to creators, which Mm. is that like at some point you start to realize that the audience that you have doesn't, like the platform kind of owns them. And so you wanna Mm. kind of bring them to a place where you can like have more control. And so it hit me three years ago, four years ago, hey, I need to like, I have this huge audience. They're around. They will not be around forever. Like history has proven that these YouTubers like come, they're hot for a while and then eventually things start to slow down. Life cycle totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so like at some point, I need, if I'm not going to, I better better bring them somewhere because I might lose them. And so that was kind of the genesis of that. We started that concept in the summer of spring, summer of 19. And then we sort of built out the business. But as, and I tell all the creators I meet, perhaps including you, like this, you have this massive audience, like think about the next steps. And that's Mm. one of the things, and it's hard because you're busy creating. And so it's like, I don't have time to like come up with a whole new business also and do that. And I just like, I realized if I didn't do it, it would be a huge mistake. And so that was kind of, it was like kind of a pivot to like, okay, we need to do something where we can have more control and like truly have, bring do something for the audience aside from just weekly YouTube videos where eventually they'll probably lose interest.
1: Yeah, because I was reading somewhere the average life cycle of like a YouTuber is like seven-ish years or so. It's like average, obviously
0: people have longer, but like, you're totally right. It's like, I look back at some of these guys who were creating big YouTube content, you know, even before I was, like 2008, 2009, like some of the OG car YouTuber mm -hmm. types and things have slowed way down. And I guarantee that looking back, they wish that they had, had kind of pivoted and like done more, which by the way is why this podcast is a great idea for you oh, to like pivot you. out of like, cause, cause your, what do you do for a living thing is, uh, incredible, and I'm like obsessed with it. But yeah. has a shelf life. Totally, and so it's like okay, totally. what can I do next? And this is a great idea yes. of where to take it. Yeah, I'm and... surprised it
1: has kept on. I tell that every people. I'm like, I don't know how it's still going. I guess people are, but it, but yes, it will die eventually. It will right. die. Right. for and sure so, And yeah. so,
0: and coming in with that knowledge is crucial because I still talk to creators who have huge followings, and they tell me like I am so busy creating that I don't really have time to like think of what to do next. And I'm thinking to myself you don't have time not to like you you yeah. ha, you need to figure something out and so that was the genesis behind cars and bids we launched it in the middle of covid and really thought that it would fail <laughs> but oh, it, but it turned yeah. out that it was actually the greatest time to launch a car selling thing because the car market took off that's in a way crazy. nobody could have predicted and it worked out that's the best timing ever of it, all it, time it, it for, turned out yeah that yeah. was amazing just admit timing.
1: that you you knew it you knew it was coming I you wish, did it on purpose i wish
0: i could say that because it would make me seem even smarter yeah you're like I, I knew like, it yeah. nobody knew i mean you remember spring of 20 like the the stock market's all tanked. Yeah. The whole world was going to end. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then we launched in June of 20. It wasn't like the very top of peak COVID, but it was still like no one was vaccinated. No one was going outside. No one was going to work. Oh no, yeah. And it was like, we have to launch this because we've spent so much money developing it. Like we need to start getting some revenue. Do you have in. a team? How many, How big is your team? It's now about 20, 20 Whoa, people. Okay. Yeah, so I have a co-founder um, and then we just took this big investment um, and hired a CEO who's kind of running operations now, which is great because I don't, I, like, make car videos online. Like, I don't... I'm not a CEO. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we have a guy who's, who's gonna do this.
1: With, like, coding and stuff and, like, designing the website. Yeah, we, had and a, like- we
0: hired a designer. We hired engineers. And I was really lucky because I, I partnered with a co-founder named Blake who knew how to do that stuff oh god and i had this idea that i would learn to code and make the website myself because i had like bootstrapped my youtube channel i was yeah. like screw it i can bootstrap this too which is in retrospect insane did
1: he reach out to you it was a co-founder. weird
0: situation he had reached out to me just to like hang out um i get emails from me. you probably get them too like from all people the, like yeah. hey you want to grab lunch or whatever
1: yeah and it's That's like why i ask because all the time you'll get i get like the business people that go oh i'm gonna make you you know right like, and it's just like right. and i just
0: like but I feel like I, for some of them, I need to like perch my ears and just right. to, to gauge it. And that's the thing. One of the pieces of advice that I give to people when they ask like how this worked and, and how it worked out is um, answer your own emails. <laughs> because yes. like you don't really know what you're missing if you don't. And I now, now that I've done this, I don't really plan to start another business. I feel like I'm I'm good. Um, but if I if I had, I have an assistant now who answers them. But if I had her then and she didn't like send it to me. What if this had never happened? And totally, so, like, totally. it's important to like, yeah, look at all the opportunities that come to you, and sit there and say, "Man, eh, this one's BS." Form email that they send to a million people. Yeah, eh, this one maybe is something I from someone I should take seriously. It's
1: the domain name, I'm telling you, that's my number one tip for people is that if they have like a at Gmail, not always though. You have an at Gmail, so I'm not I'm not dissing on the at Gmail. But if you're like a business person that's like I reaching out, totally agree. And you see in Gmail, I'm like okay, why don't they have a domain? Totally. But against. that's if they're going to you, I'm not like,
0: oh yeah, you have a Gmail. Yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> if they're, if they really ought to have, yeah. If they're coming at you with a Yahoo account, it's like, it's like $5, it's legit. Like $5 a month. Yeah, right, right. exactly. But so, so he emailed me and then we got together and like had lunch. And then a couple months later I was like thinking about this idea and I was like, I remember that Blake guy, he does stuff with computers (laughs) (laughs) and here we are.
1: (laughs) He seems smart. Yeah. I do my emails too. I do my emails too. I think it's like,
0: I, or at least the inbounds, Yeah, it's just so essential. It's essential. You, you, there was a period where I would just get many important emails and you, you hire someone and no matter how good they are, they're never going to know this name means something in this industry like this yeah. name doesn't like this is this is a bs thing this is worth your time this isn't totally. like it's important when you're especially when you're like in your position where you're like kind of t- in the takeoff phase yeah to like see what's coming in
1: is your is your assistant that does the emails are they a car person not at all no <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like blake who is not a car person he's getting there he's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: doesn't matter now um but she is my best friend so she kind of knows like by now like what to look for that I that that will yeah. like perk up my ears. Basically. It's like a learning process, I feel like yeah. yeah. I wanna
1: know what you would consider to be the best handling car you've ever driven.
0: That's a good question. The best handling car. Um, Just handling. Yeah. yeah. Um probably I gotta think about this. It's kind of a tough I thing. drove a P1 GTR which I thought was unreal.
1: Whoa. What are going that for was a three amazing. mil? Four, yeah mil? i
0: really wanted one but it wasn't that was too much I, I was told i was like oh I, I got this investment i can i get a p1 gtr now and i I cannot get a p1 gtr now they're not i think they might be like four or five <laughs> they're insane mil. and the one i drove was road converted so like that's another million or something oh manny um, koshman I and mean, he just has a p1 but i drove and it, manny, it was crazy manny's got all these cool cars how come we're not manny yeah I man. Manny's it, living the life i go up there to like, he's living the life anyway he's living it he's a madman honestly he is a man he's one of my fa- i meet a lot of rich people doing this as I'm sure you do mm. in various levels and they are various levels of annoying. Yes, yes. yeah. And Manny is like the least annoying. He's yes. awesome. He's a great dude. Great to hang out with. Great to talk to. Truly, when you talk to him it seems like he cares to talk to you. Yes. Some of these guys will not name names. I'm like... <laughs> I wanted, Off the camera. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk. I'm like, you are the worst person I've ever met and after I finish this video I will never see you again. <laughs> For um, real. But it's like when, nice when you meet them and they like don't suck. Yeah, yeah yeah but okay best sorry I, are, I keep yeah i keep getting 48 distracted Pista is up there the mm. Huracan sto i just drove the video is not up yet but that car's amazing he one oh gtr God. cars like that i think are like really amazing gt4 actually and Boxster spider they're not million dollar cars mm. but like they are so good mm, i often yes. t- i've got a buddy who's got a Boxster yes. spider and i often tell him If I didn't have, have like, ego and want, like, the best car, I would have just bought a Boxster Spider because, honestly, it's the same level of thrills as this car. It just doesn't have, like, the, you know, the, like, iconic cachet. I mean, yeah, well, this is, yeah, this is the look. Me and him went on a drive this weekend, and I, like, pushed this car as hard as I felt comfortable. He Mm. was with me at every corner. And it's oh. Boxer Spider. so oh, yeah. that's, oh, that's so about. sick. Yeah. Do you, have you gotten speeding tickets? <laughs> well, never like filming or anything like that. How many, how many have you gotten though ever? Oh, a bunch. I drive across the country every summer Um, because we spend our summers on the East Coast. And so I typically get one speeding ticket a year oh, okay. while I'm on that drive. Do you have a radar detector normally? Like I do car? have... I like runways. Last speeding ticket I got was 84 and a 75, believe it or not. Oh, what? And I was like, all right, I'll take that ticket. Like I... I can't, I'm not going to do anything. You know, like I'm not going to slow down from that. But at the same time, I felt like the cop wasn't in the wrong entirely because like 75 is pretty fat. So like, it was whatever. And I, no, no, I think that's bull. That's bullshit. It was kind of BS, but like, You know when you're getting already up to 75 80 85 miles an hour you're going pretty fast so like some of those states have kind of a zero tolerance policy but it was like geez okay nine over
1: i've i've never gotten a speeding ticket ever and i don't know how i've gotten in crazy situations maybe it's because i'm white i don't know but
0: (laughs) i swear it's harder to get tickets in california there's just so many cars on the road there are so many vehicles and so like often you can't speed you're on the 405 or whatever the 101 and it's like they're not out there looking for people that it would
1: cause problems in traffic for total sure. Time. That's right. Yeah.
0: And even like on that section of the five of camp Pendleton, which you drove through today, like it's pretty empty. Like it's just, it's not worth their time and effort to give. It's better to just go after like crazy reckless driver type people. Yeah. We drove like,
1: you know, 30 over 30 over on the way here in front of a cop with the radar. We drove by him. I was like, okay, <laughs> he's gonna call me. He's gonna... We were going 80, we were going 85, 86 in a 50 in <laughs> this guy. Had... No, no, no. We were going, Oh, Ninety-three. But he, what is that? 40, None of this happened 38?
0: in America. This was—he was coming from Mexico. Yeah, to, to yeah, me.
1: yeah. Did not happen here. We swear. But yeah, and then they just go, oh, because we're in LA. They're like, we have to go catch the real criminals. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I've never had to take in California, actually. Although I really do think most of my driving here is done. Like I go up to LA all the time, and. Mm. You're on the 405. I mean, you're just, it's a 73. You're just not, you can't speed that much. No, yeah. It's not life. It's a self, it it fixes itself. We go out, my buddies and I go out to like the the mountains in the mornings, you know, and and Sunday mornings and like do mountain drives. Um, and that's where we really get on it. But it's 7 a.m., and no one's on the road, and I think that there's, like, an understanding between the police and, like, car enthusiasts that, like, we'll give you till 9. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> After that, uh, we'll be back out there. But I, I feel like that exists in one way or another.
1: Because now there's, like, uh, now, at least in Orange County and stuff, a lot of people have been complaining about cops getting uh, really on people for, like, front plates, kind of, like, raiding, like, uh, I don't know, these car shows and whatnot, but that's a whole other... Side there's definitely some some YouTubers I could name that you know
0: <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. yeah and some like go after police interactions because it brings clicks of course of course
1: yeah. but we love we love those people we love, I know, <laughs> love I, them love I, them all I, <laughs> they're all our friends until yes.
0: the camera stops from, no I'm kidding
1: yeah but um I also wanted to know too do you um do you edit all your own videos or did you at the beginning or? yeah
0: no I did um for years and I actually stopped the week we launched cars and bids it became clear wow. to me like that week like I can't do this anymore okay and so I, I like probably you do I get emails from people like, hey, I want to be your editor. Mm -hmm. And I got one of those emails and it had been a year since that dude had emailed me and I just sent him an out of the blue email back like, could you start next week? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I'm going to quit my job today. He didn't, he still has a day job and he just does my stuff like nights and weekends, but it worked out great for him and um, he does a great job. And so that was kind of the one thing that I've passed off. So my best friend reads my emails Mm. and my editor who has now become a good friend, he lives here in San Diego also, he edits and that's like on the YouTube side, that's my whole team. Okay, because I know with the specifics of editing, did you kind of have to be like,
1: you know, it's kind of like handing off the, the child, yeah. you know? Yeah,
0: for years I thought I was the only one who could do it. <laughs> and I remember I went on Farah's podcast, Smoking Tire Podcast, and I told him that. And he was like, dude, he literally says, you can look this episode up, it was a couple years ago. He literally goes, dude, he's like, really? You thought you were the only one who could edit these videos? He goes, bro, it's not Scorsese. <laughs> And I was like, damn, he's right, he's right. That's like me. I roll up to people, I'm
1: like, oh, you know, you got the cha-ching, you, get, you know,
0: you get the captions going. Right. But yeah, not discrediting uh, any editors that I have or anything no, like that. No, it, it, it actually is incredibly useful. And he could do a lot more than he does, but I told him I need to maintain this, like, style totally. that people are used to. The fonts. Right, everything. exactly. And so he yeah. does that in a great job. And he's probably sitting there being like, we could do drones out here, we could do so much more. But yeah. he also understands that, like, part of what has built this channel is, like, kind of this fairly simple style, totally. but it's like hugely content heavy. Yeah, and so people like it, it's familiar. It's, yeah. it's
1: nice. And it's like, not
0: too like flashy and whatnot. It's just like you get to like the cars, you get to exactly every specific little thing in there. Deep dives into the cars, yeah. which I think a lot of people, You know, I always tell people the biggest secret for YouTube is like, make the content that you want to make instead of, or make the content that your audience wants to see instead of the content that you want to make. And a lot of people are like, they get a Lambo, let's go drive it and have fun. Mm -hmm. And like, I get a Lambo and I take it to like a secluded parking lot and it sits there for five hours while I shoot, you know, clips of the window switches. But that's what people wanted to see. That's what I learned. Like they wanted to see that, that like the deep dive stuff that you can't really see on a lot of channels that only drive the cars.
1: Okay, cuz I was reading somewhere that you um I was actually on a, one of your Reddit uh, AMAs uh that um you you said that if you try to film in like a public area, people will like run up to you every second and try to interrupt you. Have
0: you ever tried this? Uh, I guess no. you do shorter content. Oh, yeah,
1: no. Like, well, actually, yes. Like if I'm at a car show, I'll see like a Ferrari go by, and I'll be like, "Oh!" And someone will be like, "Hey, excuse," me. and I'm like, oh, you know, yeah, like yeah." For, but for you, it's even more. Annoying. For me,
0: it's worse. Honestly, it's not. It's not fans that are the problem. It's not people who recognize me. It's I go to a park in LA to mm. shoot a car that a viewer gave me. So he only has like a house and a driveway. He doesn't have like a location for me to shoot. So I take it to a park, and like people show up, and they're like, "Hey, what are you filming? Oh, you filming God. a commercial?" And I'm like. <laughs> get out of here like this is my seventh take that i've just screwed up and then you walk in get the hell out of here uh, <laughs> how, how many takes are is it
1: like um, per shot are you now so good that you can just get it off the rip yeah mostly
0: but okay. it's still you know you get behind a camera and like oh. there's some pressure and it's hard and like so you the last thing you need is more distractions you know yeah and so, like, a dude drives by in a motorcycle with a loud exhaust, and I'm like, cool, bud. Yeah, you know, we're all happy about your exhaust airplanes. Oh. Weed whackers or, or, like, leaf blowers. Oh, oh my God. Ugh.
1: I've done a couple car reviews, and I'm telling you, I am the worst. Like, not, like, full scale, just kind of like, oh, I have a car. Like here's uh you know here's what i think of it i've done like two or three and it is so hard to get the little 650 horsepower yeah. and especially that, on that TikTok. was
0: hard and that's right because so you gotta go fast i watched that guy on TikTok. who's that black dude who just does like oh, uh forest auto reviews his reviews he's are the man unbelievable yeah because he sits there and just you watch i don't know yeah. how many takes he does i've seen him do it. it he's a master he does it you know quick does he in one take do all that stuff
1: i i want i was in one of his reviews uh a year ago and he was pretty much flawless
0: he's oh. just a wizard he's a I mean, wizard he must be yeah it's because i watch it and he's like and it has this and this and over here is this. and i'm saying this and it's hard and he's saying like and it has a cd changer and it has an ipod <laughs> and then it has a heads-up display and he's like pointing to it all in perfect succession and i'm yeah. like that that stuff is tough for sure Um, It's easier on YouTube. You can do a lot of editing and people forgive you for it. On TikTok, you can't have like a million jump cuts because the video itself is pretty short. And so you kind of have to just get it. And it's like, wow. So do you focus on TikTok at at all for the most part? I don't have. No, I have a TikTok, but I've never posted. But I think we're going to start doing that now with Cars and Bids. Um, Mostly because it's not monetizable, really. Yeah. And I have never taken like sponsorship really. And so the only way to really monetize TikTok is to do like sponsored yes. stuff. And I've always felt weird about like sponsored content. Cause I've always felt thought of myself as more of a journalist who's like giving real good. And so I didn't want to like get paid by anybody totally. while I'm giving like journalistic advice. You
1: can't really like, there's a bot. Buy... You can't get right, paid 20 getting, grand for exactly. a video and then be like, it was, a it was great. Yeah. Or, or, cool. or it was great. Yeah. Yeah, think, or say it was
0: either one would be bad. And so so did like, you ever do brand deals like you've never really done them? I've done a few like brand deals, but only if it's completely irrelevant to the product. Like if I'll do like a um like a camera mount inside like on a in an interior, you know. Okay. okay. Completely unrelated to like cars. I can, will never take money from the automakers in any capacity or anything oh. even related. That's great. Because if you do that, then it's like i can't really trust this guy and i've always felt that one of the reasons my channel has lasted for so long is because people know like this dude isn't on the take and he yeah. we can trust him to give us information that like is not you know being paid for totally. and i think so like i've i've neglected doing some getting some more money up front which i could have but i think it's benefited me like in the long term more because gotcha. the trustworthiness is is there
1: that makes total sense yeah back in the day when you were working your 9 to 5 job yeah. what was it like Quitting that job and moving to YouTube full time. Is that the order that you did
0: it? I actually quit that job. I quit that job in January of 13, and then I I didn't really, and then I, I quit that job to write. At the time, you could like blog and that was like a thing. Now okay. that's like largely been replaced by video. You get paid to blog? I was getting paid, yeah. So paid. I quit the job in January of 13, wrote about cars for a couple years, started YouTube really like earnestly in the summer of 16. So there was a couple years in between. Okay, And then it just kind of blew up from that. But what was it like to quit? I mean, it was insane. It was it was really stupid. And I have a little baby now and I, um, I my wife has a PhD. And I sincerely hope that my baby follows my wife's path. Instead of like dad who like quit his good desk job and like went to make YouTube content. Like that's not a real path. Nobody do that ever. Yeah. Um, For the most part. Same thing for me. Desk job and quit, but it was scary. It it was so scary. And you'll look back at it when you're my age and be like, I can't believe I did that. But it worked for us. Is you, a lot of people it doesn't work for.
1: Totally. Were you making money though when you quit the job or did I get... was.
0: I was already making money writing about cars. And so it wasn't okay. that scary of a transition. It was like, hey, I was actually already earning more writing about cars than I was at the desk job. Okay. But okay. it was still a loss of you know, one of the incomes and it was a risk because like the desk job, I I would honestly my colleagues, coworkers are all still in those jobs. Yeah. Like I could have been there forever and just been like, had yeah. like a normal life the healthcare too. Yeah, right. The, and, yeah. and so leaving was a big risk, even though I was already earning good money, it was still a big risk because it was like finally jumping off this prescribed path, like doing well in high school to get into college to get a good job. And it was like, now yes. I'm leaving that behind. How old were you in this 20? I was, I was in, uh, I left the job in end of 12. So I was 24, which is the time to do it. Okay. You know, that's
1: what I, yeah. We're the same thing. Yeah. Right. Nice. I mean, Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> and and that's the right time to do it. If you're going to yeah. do it because, and then sometimes it works yeah. and like, it's, you go back to the job. Yeah. You can. That's I'm not something. talking like
1: I'm like a wise wizard or something. I was scared
0: shitless. Too. No, but you can go back to the job. Yeah. That is the wise thing to think because I think a lot of younger people, 21, 22, 23, they, they they've taken this career path and they thought to themselves, like, I have to do this because mm. the, if I, if I, go pursue a dream and it doesn't work then I'm screwed and it's like no you're yeah. not screwed you can always go back I think you're screwed if you're like say you have kids and you're like 35 like or like 40 and you then you're like you Let me cannot quit. do yeah. it in this stage I have two mortgages I have a child Yeah, like you can't quit today and a lot of yeah. people are like oh I'll do it when I build up more money and like when I'm in a safer financial position and it's like you won't you take the but then, risk then you're, you're going to have a, a house and a wife and a kid and you're, then you will definitely not want to take that risk. Yeah.
1: Maybe if you're, I guess if you're like a single person with like money built up, but I feel like for most people, yeah, you have like the early twenties. That's risk. The time. That's My the parents time. were like,
0: what the hell are you doing? And I was like, I'm 24. I'm, I'm did, fine. Did, how, how long did it take them before they accepted it? Okay. Well, the thing is I was making more money. Basically I, I
1: Snapchat's how I make the majority of, back then, the majority of my income. And I remember I got my first check from Snapchat because they don't tell you how much you make for the first two months. It's like hidden. I, so I'm making 45 K a year working this financial advisor job at Charles Schwab doing like, you know, just desk job stocks, you know, and I get my first check in and it was like 30 K for one month. And I would literally looked at the email and I was like, this is fake. Like this is wrong. And I see that it's split and that's after the split. So I was like, I'm quitting my job today. Yeah. Did you literally? Uh, no. So I, I actually waited. I was really conservative with it, but I, I waited and then I got the next month, which was another 20 K. So at this point in two months I had made my annual salary. Salary, So I was like, okay, if this doesn't work, I have a full year to get back to where I was. And then I told my parents and they were like, no, no, don't do it. And then it took them like. I don't know. Like, they're older. My dad's 72. My mom's 63. So they're like, oh, gosh. Uh, it took them at least three or four months.
0: And I kept, I started making more and more. And I was like, okay. But so only within a few months, because you were able to prove pretty quick, like, hey, look at the checks. Like, I'm making. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, so I think funny. like once you have like
1: one or two years' salary under your belt, it's like, I could, like, yeah, I could, for if two I, years. it
0: could screw, I could blow it all up and it would still, I would, I would go back to. Yeah. Did you, so you like went to, you went to University of Arizona. You went to like a it good. to the West. No, right. it's, it's not. Went, it's but but like, that's like a good school that I'm sure your parents were very proud, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and so then like you finance. were like, hey, like, I'm quitting.
1: No, then they were like horrible because my whole dream job was to be a financial advisor and I was on the path to do it, like getting my brokerage licenses and they were like, no, like you did, you did so good. You were so close. And I, I just quit before I got my final license. And they are like, what the hell is wrong? Well, if it, not yeah. that it
0: means anything for me, but I think you made the right decision.
1: <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, for most people though, I feel like it is kind of like, Ugh. but I, I got, but I also quit when I
0: had like 8 million followers on TikTok. So I was like, eh, it's easy fine. It's fine. at that point to be able to, yeah. Like it's easier to yeah. be able to be like, Hey,
1: the LA is- move earlier would have been sus, but yeah. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. It was a blast. Yeah, totally. Thank you for having me. righty.